Research and he said uh, that this is what a fight promoter looks like. Hell yeah! All right, well let's talk about some fights right now. So turns out Khabib can't meet leave Russia. So mm-hmm. now they're saying it's going to be Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson uh, in Vegas at the uh, at the UFC uh, headquarters, whatever at, at their at their thing. Um, how does that make you feel? Obviously, this is what the fifth time this fight is obviously doomed. Uh, people are blaming the Russian for a conspiracy. Did Mayhem jump out the window? Are you going? Did you jump out the windows now? What, what's going on? Fuck! So, um, the great we just can't get in. I mean, here, here's how I feel. Obviously, I was going to start the week on a downer. What the fuck? I'm just telling you the what news. The actual fuck. I'm just telling you the news. Now, look, Gaethje versus Ferguson is a great fight. It's an exciting fight. Um, is it Khabib? Is it the two best guys? No. We want to see the two best guys. Uh, but call Gaethje. Call Gaethje. I don't have his number. But it's gonna call, be, let me, I'm going to call Tony Ferguson. You want to call Tony? Call Tony Ferguson. Get him on the podcast. Um, I, I may have just left. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, that's uh, that's today's episode, everybody. Uh, have a good day. I have I have the owner of the Laugh Factory calling me. I have a job. I'm working right now. I can't leave. Again, you have to give me notice. They just all right. Okay. Um, great. This is a great podcast. I'm getting yelled at <laughs> by my wife. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I just texted the man. Wait a minute. 
Why do people keep leaving this podcast? Bro, why don't you kill the fucking time, bro? Why don't you, like, just start – you're a damn comedian, bro. Start saying something comedic. I don't understand why did, – did I change the settings on this or something? Are the settings changed? Is that what's going on? Uh, no, that should be it. What, like, why are he's, we – I think he's turning off his video. No, I'm text messaging Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he left the app. Come on your lame-ass show. Uh, first of all, it's our show, number one, all right? Not my lame-ass show. Uh, number two. Uh, well, today was pretty lame, so. Lame because you were 20 minutes late. No, it's lame because the fucking fight is called off. And we've been talking about that fight for like 900 years. <laughs> Why is that? That's not our show's fault. We're, we're supposed Listen, to not man, talk about that? I'll set this shit up. I'll set me. Look, I'll take Tony Ferguson to Russia right now, bro. We'll get on private jet chartered with cryptocurrency. All right. We'll zip out there. Zip back before. Film it before anybody even knows. See, no corona. Not- everybody gets nasal swabs for everybody. All right, bro. You know, I got a couple hundred grand Bitcoin that we can fuck make happen, bro. See, that's what I'm thinking. I like that idea. See, Ethereum. That's I- See, that's what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is, why don't they move? Gagey. All right, but let's talk about Gagey. What the fuck, man? Like they should move. The- <laughs> that's what I'm trying. To- I've been trying to talk about Gagey. Like, move the fight to Russia. They move the fight to Russia. And or just that one fight and have the rest of the card. So what? Tony Ferguson is not allowed to go to Russia because he's not Mexican enough. But I'm saying it'd be like Rocky Four all over again, right? It'll be mayhem. will train him. Uh, you can go up those those mountains back, and you could do that whole like, the whole montage. What are well, you? Saying? What are you talking about? Listen, man. What are you talking? No, go ahead. And... I was. I man, was. That negative energy coming out of your wife is really just affecting the rest of us. On top of that, you're, like, doing lines of bang. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, trying to hide, mask the pain. Ween's over here with, like, like Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> what do you mean? Them off. You Let know. me tell you my opinion on this whole uh, Tony Ferguson Khabib thing. I want them to just not even do the fight during the quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see that fight in a big stadium full of thousands of people. You know, I don't want to – I really don't want to see it in, like, a gymnasium with, like, four people there. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I, w- I just want them to push the whole fight all the way back, you know, until we can get it into an actual stadium and all this has died <laughs> off. I do I, know what you are saying. Can you do this from other people's things, too? Like, if Ben Askren's talking, can you put that behind him? No. <laughs> it's only on your own webcam. Oh, okay. Now, oh, God, bro. That shit is shocking. What's wrong with this one? No, 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 uh, no, I can tell that that's probably is actually your actual screensaver. I can't see, just so the audience knows, I can't see him until he starts talking, and most oh, really? of the time he shuts up, so he's over here trolling us with fucking sweaty man hugs behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you, you know what? You look like in about six years you'll graduate to being able to be a twink in that damn crew. I actually, this is what I'm going for. I, you see, I have a bunch of these video, uh, pictures on my computer as, like, inspiration for where I want to be in, like, 10 years, you know. I'm not gay or anything. I just appreciate, I just appreciate the male physique, dude. I don't really I – mean, I'm not gay. I'm not attracted to these guys. I just think they're – I just think they're kind of hot in those weird kind of way. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. You're awesome. You're, you're really pushing the boundaries, honestly. Yeah. And, like, you're, like, a sign of the times. You're from the future and, you know. Now, may I ask you, when I text you, do you actually read the text? Sometimes. Uh, it depends. I'm I'm a very reactive person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like to, like, fire back. That's why sometimes you see me take a break from Twitter. Because, like, 
You know what I mean? I can pop off all day long. Like, I can just, like, be confrontational to everyone and everything. It's kind of, like, you know, on brand, if you will. So, like, if you text me something, you got to understand that I just, like, will fly back with my first thought a lot of times with you. Oh, oh, oh. But, you know, every so often I'll, I'll, I'll let it cook. I'll let it simmer. But you're, you're one of those people who give me anxiety if I don't text you back or call you back immediately. Well, here's so like, because I'm trying to schedule a podcast every day. I want to get guests. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, so I'll text you, hey, man, great job today. Do you want to go again tomorrow? Wait till Tuesday. Fair question. And I'll, I'll hear anything back. But like, you didn't say wait till Tuesday. That wasn't even an option. Yeah, it was. I just said, look, read the text. That's what I'm asking. Whatever. And then you, I get nothing back for like two hours, three hours. So now I got to like text people. I go, hey, just need to know if I should line up guests or not. You write back, obviously. Okay, great. So I write back. Then you write me back, Walmart bomb shelter. Uh, now, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I, you know, it's just a sign of the times. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would hope that it, it means so many things, right? Because if, if I owned Walmart, I would, you know, definitely have a bomb shelter. And if I was in the Walmart business, I would be selling some bomb shelters right now, right? Or wrong? Listen, right. you, you, you've never played Fallout or Fallout 76. So, you know, if, hey, Queen, will you do me a favor, man? Yeah. Will you change your background to yeah. like some dystopian outworld? Yeah. Is that better? That's a lot better, yeah. You know, these guys are actually in more physical, you know, like shape and. I do declare. (laughs) I declare. Yeah, or I'll go to something more, uh, you know, PC. There you go. There There we go. All right, now that just gives me hope and inspiration. So you just like completely changed my whole mentality. (laughs) It's just a flip of a switch, you know. I felt a little bit unsure when I saw those bristling, ripped abs. Hey, but, oh, you know. Yeah. Like ben, there's a picture of Ben Askren, like, naked holding a belt. Uh, can we? Can you Google that and put that as your background? No, no. don't do that. Don't do that. It's my show, too. Don't do that. <laughs> I would never do such a thing, dude. That's totally disrespectful. Definitely not Googling that image right now. Uh, hey, <laughs> son of a bitch. What what hour do you have free? So I, I can do this at the show. Anytime tomorrow or after six. Today, after six? So tomorrow we're going to do a marathon? Good, good, good. The baby's good. I'm actually feeding her right now. She's on my lap. Yeah, yeah. How, it, it's the best. Are we doing a show right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's actually. Well, I know. We're just watching Adam feed his baby, okay? <laughs> doing the mentality <laughs> yeah, yeah. next level. Mayhem shaved his head because he went to Walmart, right, looking for a bomb shelter. But meanwhile, all I did was get infected with coronavirus. You hear me? I mean, maybe not. But yeah, but I mean, I felt like I did. I'm not sure. And that that curly brillo pad of a hair is making me feel like you have little creepy crawlies hanging all over it, Ben Askren. Well, I I don't go to Walmart, so that's probably a positive thing, right? You, that's what makes you one of the smartest guys of all time. <laughs> Specifically because you do not fight the crowd in Walmart, and I got to tell you, I'm getting a little headphone envy right now. You know what I'm I mean? A, I got. I'm on day yeah. 17 right now of my quarantine. Seventeen? Fuck yeah! Damn, we're only on ten, bro, and the seams are already cracking, dude. You you missed it before the show started rolling. 
Okay. And I know you don't uh, really know. Are, me, we, are we rolling right now? We're rolling. We've been rolling, bro. And okay. we just keep rolling off. We can't stop it. Won't stop. It's the coronavirus meltdown. And we're doing it live on Mayhem Monday. Why okay? is Adam Hunter feeding babies on Mayhem Monday? Because his freaking wife is screaming bloody murder at him right before the podcast. I really thought I was going to see a domestic assault. I thought maybe a rolling pin. She's going to come out in a 1960s type outfit, maybe a poodle skirt, and hit him with a rolling pin with her hair in a bun. Wow. That'd be wild. Everyone's stretching far. It's only day 10. Us Californians, we ain't used to this. Where the hell are you? I'm Wisconsin. I mean, was, I got some land so I can go walk around and, you know, I don't see anybody. No one bothers me. But you guys got parks and shit. You guys go out to the park. Yeah. Listen, listen, man. Everyone looks at you like a damn leper. You go out to the park. I tried well, that you, already. You just don't get close to them. Um, how am I supposed to box them then? <laughs> that probably be a, a mistake. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Ben Askren, bro, you're handling it well, though, huh? How's your uh, recovery? Because like, we know you had some surgery. No, uh, I, I did. Mean, I did. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm gonna do it in August. Oh, well, yeah. You can't do any surgeries right now, right? Like it's just well. I was gonna do it in August because uh, you got to be done for like six weeks once I do it. So wrestling season, I'm coaching and shit. I'm busy. Couldn't do it then. Then we got summer camps. Couldn't do it then. So after August, that's kind of our slow time. So I was I was planning on doing it then. Now who knows? Because right now you yeah. can't do any. Uh, what do they call it? Non-essential surgeries. That's a, yeah, that's a big issue. Well, I mean, come on, bud. That's pretty essential, dude. You're like, you know, you're arguably the best wrestler in MMA for like a billion years, right? Sure. And I think, and I think that it would be like kind of dumb to not have a surgery. And I mean, they well, call I'm not, it I'm not, I'm not coming back. I'm retired. So I know that, but at least you could play hard. You know what I'm saying? Whooping yeah. Guys, I can't. Let yeah. Know yeah. What time it is. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, I, I'm really prevented from doing that now. So yeah, that, that'll be ideal. So uh, is it like, is it even an option right now? Can I like go get my knee scoped if I want? Like, no. I don't even know. I haven't been no. watching the damn news. You, you can't. What? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I know. This right? fucking capitalism is ending. What's going on, bro? Like, like we can't even do anything. All right. That's terrible. Well, let me ask you this then. All right. So, no camps. There's no camps going to be. You think well, yeah. this summer we're going to have camps? Because uh, you know, I, I think we're back by summer. But we actually we closed down our school, our wrestling academies on March 13th. So that was, uh, you know, this is kind of our busiest time of year once the high school kids high school kids get yeah, done. Yeah. So we were excited to get going, and we did. We got one weekend with the high school kids, and we had. Uh, we need to shut it down. All right, high school kids. Let me ask it this. All right. Okay. How do you how do you do like the first week of the training camp? Like, uh, if you're gonna do a clinic, if you're gonna do a clinic, for instance. Well, it, what, it's our it's our academy, so we're year round, right? So a lot of the kids who just come back in the spring, we already know them. I mean, we probably, you know, we actually had a lot of new faces in, but we probably knew 60, 70 percent of the kids. I would say uh, first week is just getting getting a feel, getting to know them. Uh, we were going to split the groups because we have too many kids for one group. So we're going to split it. So we're seeing who goes where, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, and then we got shut down. Oh. No, and, but, you know, hey, I'm trying to get into the – oh, is Adam back? I'm back. Adam's feeding babies and whatnot. Adam Hunter and Ben Askren. Man, what were you saying? You're trying to get into what? Jason, what were you saying? Bro, I was just letting you talk to Ben oh, Askren, my. bro. I mean – 
And, you know, if you, if you want to do the podcast, do the podcast, you know, if you, if you want to go dance the baby around, okay. Okay. So, 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 are we podcasting or are we feeding babies? Well, we're, we're both. both. I'm we're gonna both. yell at my we're wife. I'm gonna yell at my wife. Yelled at by mayhem and feeding a baby and talking about Aspen. Uh, and 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 trying to set up a laugh factory show for tomorrow in front of uh the world and negotiate. It's a whole thing. But how are you going to the? I thought you guys were quarantined unless it was an essential business. And surely the laugh factory is not an essential business. It is essential, bro. That's where you're wrong, Ben Astrid. And if you didn't think about it. Think about it now, okay? Who needs to laugh? Everybody. Everybody. If I don't laugh, I'm going to cry, bro. Just going to be honest with you right now. I got to be a little wacky. Got to be a little out there because the stress is getting to me. I feel like I'm in a Walmart bunker. Well, hey, man, do you remember wrestling or uh, working out with my buddy Raymond Jordan? Do I ever? And He, you know he what? was an animal. He was such an animal, wasn't he? Bro, listen, you, you know what? You remind me a lot of him. you like the white version of him a little bit. Gotta we, be we, honest we, were with good, you. we were good buddies. We were good buddies. You guys have the similar wrestling style, and you yep. guys have, like, the the same. Is he from Wisconsin or something? No, he, he lives in Minnesota. He's from North Carolina, but he lives in Minnesota. He lives in Minnesota now. Western dudes. It goes across racial boundaries. You guys have this surefire way of talking about you, bro, where everybody's on this same flat plains wavelength where you bros are like the wrestling bros from the Midwest have like a fucking vibe. We're vibing, bro. Then I asked about that. So your style, I think, changed wrestling completely. Yeah, sure. Uh, in, in some ways, for the better. In some ways, I think it's so hard. In all, in all ways, for the better. Life is an evolution, Adam. Life is an evolution. That's true, but there are so many times now where a guy will go for a takedown, and the other guy, like, grabs the guy's shoelaces by his wrestling shoe, gets into some weird, funky thing, yeah. and it's like, and it's like, a, it's like a stalemate, kind of. And it yeah. And him yeah. back. I feel like you started that. Well, I can't help that some of these guys don't want to win and they only want to do stalemates. That's life, right? Some people aren't they're – not, they're not all the way in for the win. They're just happy with going halfway. But did you ever yeah. have a conventional style or was it always like that? No, I, I actually uh, – I, I became a scrambler out of necessity, not not because I wanted to. I was actually take, – I set the state takedown record in high school twice, my sophomore and my junior year. I set the state takedown record. Uh, and then once I got into – once I got into college, uh, I just was, you know, I had a lot of really athletic people on my team, and I couldn't just, I couldn't just do the takedown, let it go thing. Um, it wasn't working, especially not in the room. And so that, you know, I had to figure out, okay, you know, if you beat Tyron Woodley, I'm not faster or stronger than Tyron. So how am I going to beat Tyron? I, I can't beat him straight up. I'm not faster and stronger than Raymond Jordan, who I brought up, right? I just can't, I can't compete with these guys straight up athletically. So I, there's got to be another way to do it. So I had to figure out the way to get it done. Well, hey, talk about that strategy. Wait a minute. Let's let's dig deeper into this wrestling. Sure. Let's even get technical. Let's even get like so like technical and boring that people turn the fucking podcast off after yeah. five minutes. Okay. That's exactly what Adam wants. Yeah, but exactly. So shoot, it. shoot it. Let the baby. Let's lull the baby to sleep, Ben Astrid. Well, okay. she's lull the, fight the baby to she's sleep. Lost a lot of this fight sometimes. Can't yeah, yeah. Put on. All right, go on. That's the subtext, you <laughs> son of a bitch. All hey, right. so anyway, so shoot this single leg, right? Shoot yeah. this double, right? Get in deep on a yeah. on a guy falling crazy, right? Yeah. How, how do you how do you set the high school takedown record? Just tell tell another kid how you did it. For me, it was yeah. I mean, it was, that was more. 
dealing with boredom than anything because at the highest at that level in Wisconsin, I was so much better than most people. So it was like obviously it was really boring just to take them down and let them up, take them down, let them up, take them down every match. You know, like ten to twelve times. Uh, so that was more just dealing with repetition. But uh, uh, so wait, I wait, 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 wait. What? what? You know what? Somebody with your same haircut, wearing a Wisconsin fucking singlet, right? Yeah. In the first round of the Nationals in 2000 and no, nah, maybe like 2003, Wyoming or was it Minnesota? I don't know. But this motherfucker took me down and let me up. It took me down. What nationals are we talking about? Fucking Las Vegas wrestling nationals. You didn't know I, I wrestled the nationals? CKL, no, right, nationals. CKLV, right. Cliff King, Las Vegas no, Invitational. What? No, it was. It was the Nationals, bro. Oh, did I wrestle up. you? Did I wrestle you at the U.S. Open? Motherfucker. No. That... I think it was you. <laughs> really? Son of a bitch. I'm going to look at the bracket. Bro, look at the bracket. Jason Miller fucking before. Like, I think I was just pre-mayhem almost. Like, I was before. Yeah. I fucking ran into Did, did, did those brackets exist anywhere? Then, no, no. Remember, and then did you? And you kept turning me. And turned to me, right? And I and I was like, didn't know the rules. I was like, is he getting points right now? I was yelling at my bad news bear corner, right? It was a bunch of gangsters in my corner. Who was it? Was it J.D. Hawkins? Do you know J.D. Hawkins? Man, that sounds familiar. It's, how do you make the Nationals and not know the rules? Well, the U.S. The US Open, anyone can enter the U.S. Open. It is literally... And I obviously entered. Yes. I obviously... Ent- I, I even... Bought a singlet that morning, bro. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought a singlet that morning, right? I had already had like 15 pro fights. I fucking knocked dudes out, choked dudes, grown men out, and I was like a little boy. And yeah, I said, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to wrestle too. I'm going to fucking wrestle too. And my friend's like, you're crazy. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I can do this. And I did it. You know, I, I lost to you, okay? <laughs> like a, a billion points to, to one, I think. Or maybe I got out one time. Okay, but then I fucking double leg some badass fucking uh, Marine or Air Force, Air Force nerd, some Air Force badass nerd. But I took him down like 15 times and still didn't win because I didn't know the rules. So I didn't know the point system. So, yeah, you're, you're taking me on a walk down memory lane. Oh, uh, that's fine. I, I'm, gonna, I'm curious how I can even find the brackets. Bro, we got to find them. Some, they're, they're somewhere like under your old wrestling shoes. Well, I, I didn't like I won that year, so uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's not like I won that year. So how would I? I, I would. That it. was the year. That was the year. I was okay. a freshman. I was young. I was only eighteen at that point in time. Fucking ghastly wrestling skill at that time. To be honest with you, I didn't really even. How play old are you? How old are you? Fucking old enough. He's fucking like forty some on like fifty. 50? I'm 33. I'm 33. Don't give me 33. You're not 33. That's younger than me. I'm 23. I'm 23. Oh, for God. That's younger than me. Oh. Hey, I'm 13, that, I think bro. that, uh, I 13, think that, bro. you're 39. I just looked you up. You're 39. That's, that's fake news, bro. That shit on the internet, you can't trust anything that's said on the, on the internet. I mean, we uh, like girls on the internet. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's gonna make you know some MMA websites that I wrestled you at the U.S. Open in 2003. Nah, and if it's not you, I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna try to have someone. I think I know who to ask to where I can get the bracket. Bro, listen, that 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 was a great experience for me. 
and it really helped my MMA career doing a tournament like that because wrestling for six whole minutes was like fucking way harder than, than some fights. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, because for you just sure. had to like go, go, yeah. go. And the rules are such that you can't stall. They'll fucking scream at you. There's no big John <laughs> McCarthy standing there scratching his balls. Okay. There, there's a, there's a referee going action, 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 action. Yeah. Right. And you got to get on it the whole six minutes of explosive power play. And you know, I, I had like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, a hundred something wrestling matches in high school, but yeah, but that would, that wasn't the same as like going to the top levels. And then, you know, cause first of all, a guy like you, Hit me with so many different moves where where I was like, oh, I didn't even know those moves because I knew all my knowledge base <laughs> at that time. And I was like, what, 20 years old? Like at that time, all oh my knowledge my base was jujitsu based, right? So yeah. I knew a bunch of jujitsu, but guess what? You're giving up points if you're pulling guard like that. Like if you're if you're anywhere with your back near the ground, that's back, that's that's points. And I didn't understand that, so I was making a lot of dumb <laughs> dumb ass moves, you know. And uh, uh-huh. as I developed my wrestling game years later, I look back and remember like, oh, man, like, well, I, I didn't know how to defend that. I didn't know how to finish that, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's an evolution, right? You're you always are. Learning Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, how's your how's your hip? I just told ma'am, I'm not getting surgery till August. I wanted to put it off till after all of our wrestling stuff was done for the summer. Um, and now who, who knows, right? They've canceled all elective surgeries. So. Who knows if I'll still be able to get it in late August uh, because everything's being pushed back. So explain to me this. Like you, um, so you fought your last like couple fights with a really bad hip. I mean, it's whatever. I don't, I don't want to make excuses, but yeah. Nah, I mean, but this is the business. You is the business. Yeah, we know. it's the you, business. Yeah. My, my hip doesn't look, I can't pick my knee up past there. Like it just, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really move anymore. I can't go across the midline, but what, what am I going to say? Hold on, give me a year while my hip recovers. Yeah, right. I'm gonna. I was fucking. You know, I came out of retirement to fight. I'm gonna fight. Who cares? Now, yeah, uh, I, first of all, you're one of my favorite athletes. You're uh, just amazing at a. You know, I, I loved watching you fight. Loved watching you wrestle. I think you've evolved, transformed so many sports. Um, now, why are you such a good loser when it comes to MMA, but you still hate everyone that beat you in wrestling? I don't hate everyone. I just congratulated fucking Chris Pelton on getting the Oregon State job this morning. But it took you like 20 years to like forgive him. Yeah, well, you know, when you're younger, you act a little different. And then you hate Johnny Hendricks beat you in wrestling. Yeah, I still hate Johnny Hendricks. But like, but how come in MMA you can forgive everybody, but in wrestling you held held a, a a grudge? Well, I don't like George Masvidal. I mean, I don't have anything against him. It's kind of, I'm just kind of indifferent. And I guess real, I don't really think about Johnny Hendricks very often. I guess I, I, I guess I'd say I'm fairly indifferent to him. Also, I got too much stuff going on in my life. I, uh, I don't have time to think, waste my time thinking about these guys. Now, do you think that, like, because people are like, well, Ben Askren in the UFC. I'm like, listen, do you think that if Ben Askren, like the, the Ben Askren that was undefeated in Bellator, right? Which I think you think that was your peak, like when you were on that when I was. Um... I think my peak was probably right at the end of Bellator slash the, the couple first couple of years of my one championship run. I was uh, I was really really good at that. Oh my goodness! I think I got the brackets. Uh, I got to find the prelims for our weight class, which I was up at 185 pounds at that point in time. Was it 185? Wow! I see. I, I knew the right guy. The right guy's name is Jason Bryant. 
Yeah, I wrestled 84 kilograms, I believe. It was either 84 or 85 kilograms was the weight class. Um, so, wait, I'm sorry. What was your question? And I'll get you an answer to this in one second. Bro, please don't give out my alias, Jason Bryant, bro. Please. Come on, bro. <laughs> God damn it, bro. That was one right. AKA that they didn't have. 84 Son kilograms. First round. No, I wrestled a guy named John Garfinkel first round. Damn this it. Is, that's my other one. This is this is uh night this is 2003. Let me about let me see the second round. No, second round I lost to Kale Sanderson. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the wrestlebacks. Let's go to the wrestlebacks. No, that wasn't us. Never mind, bro. I okay. just made up that whole story. Wait, what was it? Was a dude that looked striking like you. Let's I talk lost. about Kale Sanderson for a second. Kale Sanderson. Uh, how did the, how did that match go? Not good. I was 18 years old. They got my butt kicked. I tried as hard as I could. Didn't, didn't. I watched it. I watched it. I, it was a good match. I watched it. I remember it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He liked out technique. You know what I mean? You were, yeah. you were not, you know, you didn't rise up yet. Eighteen. That's pretty difficult to like. You don't got the man strength yet. You know, you don't got enough like real like uh, you know go to moves yet. Yeah. Right? I mean, you do, but that they beat all the high school guys. This is a. This is a trip down memory lane, Jason Lewis. I know. Uh, Wall is in this bracket. Yep. Wow. Uh, Aaron Simpson is in this bracket. I had to jump uh, in. Yep. Clint, Clinton Wattenberg, who is uh, at the PI right now, he's in this bracket. Man, there's a lot of good dudes in this bracket. So totally. yeah. I know. It was an epic era. I hate to say what if, but I honestly think the Ben Askren in Bellator 1FC would have ran through everyone in the UFC. I don't. I don't like doing what ifs. I'm gonna pass on that question. I do. I told him that's all I do all day, bro. I'm just thinking, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? You know. But uh, at the end of the day, this shit is bygones be bygones. But the reality is, you know, it's a political game, isn't it? And well, so, I, you know, I had a good. I had a good run. It didn't work out, but I wanted it to work out. And listen, I I got my opportunity, and you know, I, I don't. I don't use the term that George Masvidal got a lucky knee on me, but uh, and I, I'm never going to get that opportunity again, but obviously I liked my chances going into that fight. There, there was a reason why I picked to fight him. I liked my chances. I got the shot I wanted. If I won that, I was going to fight for a title. I came up a little bit short, and that's what happens sometimes. Now, I heard in wrestling sometimes, because I'm always like, guys, get prepared, get your mind ready, you know, whatever. When, when's your show coming out? Uh, when, 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 I, when I sell it. But uh, Tyron, Woodley <laughs> told, uh, Tyron Woodley told me that there were times in, in tournaments you would be messing around on, the, on, like, the bleachers, doing some weird stuff, and they'd be like, Ben, you got a match in 12 seconds. Then you would go out and pin, like, the three-time state champion of Ohio or something. Sure. That's how I do it. That's how I compete best. Really? Like, when you're not? Yes. Awesome. I mean, yeah. yeah. About that. I, I mean, I just, I just actually did a little bit. I'm actually – Thinking, I've been thinking about it for a while, and some somebody's pushing me into action. A guy named Sam is pushing me into action about doing. So I, I think success is a skill, meaning like being good at stuff like that is a skill. So like being a good wrestler, wrestling is a skill. Tennis is a skill. Telling jokes is a skill. I think success is a skill. And uh, one of the things when we talk about performance, I just did a video on this last night. The higher your anxiety is, the lower the lower you perform. Right, so the more anxiety you have, the worse you perform. It's never the quote. The lower your anxiety, the best you perform. That's probably why I like when John Jones does some cocaine, he competes so well because that probably lowers his anxiety levels. 
right. performance enhancing cocaine. All right, bud. Uh, you know what? That's an interesting theory. I, I like that. No, that that's Jason. That's not a theory. That has been proven over and over and over again that 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 anxiety and competitive performance are negatively correlated. Man, I'll tell you what. I know it. But somebody told me one time before a Bellator fight, they called your name to walk out. And you, your friend bet you that you couldn't pin him in 12 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Mark Bader. Putting guys in cradles. while yeah. Talk to me about that. Well, I did. I pinned him. I won. No, but like what? Like they're saying Ben Askren, walk out, and you're in the back wrestling people? He challenged me. To, he said I could do it. I did it. I, I mean, like I'm telling you right now, anxiety, <laughs> anxiety is negatively correlated with performance. I learned how to make myself very calm. Very, oh my God, bro! Yeah. You're making me Rasta vibration right now, bro. I'm so completely dead. I don't know, bro. Are you gonna sell me some multi-level marketing right now? I, I, success is a, is a mentality. Success is a skill. No, it's a mentality. No, it's a skill. But but having skills is a mentality. Well, I would disagree with that. Well, now I, it's why? in my mentality. All right, let's have this debate. Ready? Go. Okay. What do you mean? Well, I, we, we just had it. Look, he's right, man. Skill, yeah, it's definitely a skill. Success is a skill. Uh, you know, shoving the baby's bottle in the mouth, that's a skill, okay? Right. You know, weed dog, you know, is a flash in uh, hot pictures. That's a skill. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Askren, what do you think uh, your last fight against against Damian Maya? Yeah. I, I thought you were winning the stand-up. Like, I, 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 yeah, I felt like I was also. I had you up two rounds to one, right? Um. Well, it was two rounds to zero because the third round didn't finish, unfortunately. Right, right, right. Was, yeah. the, was the game plan to win four-minute stand-up and to take him down and then just ride him out the last minute? Well, the game plan was to not take shitty takedown attacks. You know, because most people, I can just take whatever damn takedown attack I want because it's, it's fairly irrelevant. Once I attack, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to score. You know, I'm going to get the takedown. Against Damian Maya, I knew I don't want to put my – myself in a bad position so I'm only going to go over the takedowns when they're there which means I'm going to have to do significantly more striking than I usually do um, so I, that was kind of my game plan going into the fight to only take the opportunities when they really prevent, present themselves and obviously you know I, I think I had four takedowns in that fight so they did they did present themselves um, and I executed when they were there um, you know unfortunately that was we kind of knew that that was the sweep and then the submission he was going to go for I thought I was ready unfortunately I wasn't happens and just ask the question then just leaves <laughs> i know yes, no i mean i guess he's getting mayhem to do the dirty work as always <laughs> yeah so you know I, well okay so let's talk about that all right yeah so you you were aware of the sweep you're aware that, yeah. that that was kind of what he was trying for and, and yeah. during during the preparation did you do uh situational did you do so positional so with much. that same move with both, both, both the sweep and then obviously him on my back. We spent so much time there and I felt, I felt very prepared. And so the fact that I actually gave up the choke, that was, uh, that was highly disappointing because I obviously, I, I had felt very prepared in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you're, 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 uh, striking. It, it, it's, it's so unconventional. Okay. And I always give you shit, but it does. Now, did, did Duke Roof ever try to turn you into more of a, um, conventional striker? Well, I'll tell you, my striking was, you know, I'm not going to tell you it's next level, but it was better when I was a little bit younger. I mean, if you look at, say, the Douglas Lima fight or the Andre Kreshkov fight, I mean, those dudes don't even really hit me, and those guys are both very, very high-level strikers. Um, 
But I think so, uh, most of that, to be honest with you, Ben, I think most of that, okay, is because you're a funk type of dude. Yeah, sure, that's because fair. Because your movement is, you know, when you're in the stand-up range, the movement is so awkward. Yeah. And so, Absolutely. so off rhythm. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a, there's a rhythm to, like, you call it funk style wrestling, right? Yeah. Where yeah, you, you're doing, you're, you're scrambling. And, and I really see that your movement is very similar in the stand range too. So it makes you more difficult to hit and it yeah. makes you attack from strange angles that a more conventional, like polished Muay Thai type guy yeah. does it completely. He, he's like speaking a different language. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, mean I, I had a whole bunch of different strategies to close. I mean, my, my thing when I was training coming up, it was how do I close the distance? Because I, I saw wrestlers who failed, they failed to be able to close the distance properly. Um, and so I guess, you know, one of the things when I was younger, I, I did a whole lot of striking. I actually watched that movie Concussion in April of 2016, and I stopped sparring for like two years after that. So that was, uh, you know, I, th- I think that probably led to a little bit of, I don't want to say my demise in, in being a striker, but that, that led me to not be quite as good as I was earlier uh, in my career. I know that Paul felt. I think also, too, there, there was a lot of. T- Man, we always do this. <laughs> like I got, guys, I, I got like time, two minutes and I got to run. Got two minutes, bro. Go ahead and badger him for about two more minutes, Adam. I know that Paul Felder uh, said that uh, he, at the end of the fight, that you didn't go and, and train with the guys at Rufus Sport. You were bringing guys in. Um, yeah. I, I, I haven't been to Rufus since April of 2016. Um, do you think that maybe you should have went over there, or or why why did you do that? Well, I, I so I I stopped going to Rufus because in April of 2016, because their jiu-jitsu coach is a moron, and I, I couldn't deal with him. I didn't want to go there, uh, and I already did my I did my wrestling and strength conditioning elsewhere, and so it's like okay, if I'm not going to spar, um, you know, why what am I doing going here? And because I you know I watched concussion, I said okay, I'm going to stop sparring. Uh, and, and I did. And uh, so when I came out, so then I obviously I retired, right? And what was that? The, oh, so I think I mean, whenever I fought Alex Zocket, is that April of 2016, April of 2017? Maybe April of 2017. Because then I retired in November of 2018. Yeah, I think it's April of 2017. Um, whenever I fought Alex Zocket, I actually watched concussion on the flight over there to Asia. Um, and so the jiu-jitsu coach, he's a moron. Um, no one really likes him, in my opinion. Uh, and there, I don't say that about very many people. So I actually, I kind of feel guilty about saying it. Who are we shit talking right now? I, I, I fell asleep for. A I'm not. I'm not even the jujitsu coach at Rufus. I'm not even say his name. So anyway, oh, God. you're so, not even gonna give him a platform to defend himself. I am not. Maybe you guys can go find him if you want. So Wait, anyway, did he help you with Damian Maya? Is that is no, that what we're beating no, on? No, I t- I'm tired. Well, you need to be pissed at whoever coached you during Damian Maya because well, I would have had you doing back drills. All fucking day. That's what we we're did, ma'am. Have the guard all fucking day, okay? We're going to fucking keep – no, you're going to be low. No, you're not going to be high. You're not going to be high <sighs> like that. We're not playing wrestling right now. We're yeah. playing jiu-jitsu, right? So you're going to drop your hips low. No, uh, drop your hips back low. Okay, it's easy for me to say. Yeah. From the comfort of my couch. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I mean, that, I that may, may that have – That like you're wrestling with James the whole game. But that's pretty obvious. I mean, I, I drill those things every single day. I mean, so uh, anyways, to your point, I'm trying to answer Adam's fucking question. And you, yeah, you guys are all over the place. Anyways, I wasn't wrestling. I wasn't jujitsu. I was, I was going to stop sparring, so I stopped going. 
that means I never had any heat with Duke Rufus. I always got along with him. So when I decided to unretire when I got traded, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do everything at my place on my schedule. I also knew because of certain limited, you know, limited things I couldn't go with the younger guys. Uh, uh, I had to trade on my own schedule. So I brought everyone to me. I brought. Ger- I had spent a lot of time with Gerald Mearshart. He's fantastic. Mike Biggie Rhodes. He's fantastic. Duke would come out and hit miss with me. I had Mark Lehman training with me. Um, Mark so Lehman. Yes, that's who you were just. Yelling, that, that's who I had to give respect. That's who you were just. Ye- ye- yell- that's who you were just yelling at, Mayhem. Oh my fucking god! But you, you know, Mark Lehman. He's a genius. So you know, he's he, a genius. He, he's he a me- genius. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, it was your fault. Yeah, it was my fault. I take full, I take full responsibility. There's no doubt about that. You know that. what? And that's why you're one of the. You're an all-time great, bro. That's why you're the champ, bro. You know what uh, I mean? It's not personal yeah. responsibility. I gave you an out to go shit on your coach, and you did. That's a true yeah. martial artist, bro. You're living the Bushido code. We appreciate it, man. We <laughs> really you. appreciate so, you being on the show, man. All right. So I would bring everyone to myself. I thought it worked really good. I thought my training was great. It was, you know, obviously I had Tyron for a while there. And, and other people would fill in for my wrestling or my other stuff. Uh, and listen, like you said, Jason, it was on me. I put myself in this place I needed to be. I didn't execute. I failed. I apologize to everyone for that. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm out of here. Listen, I got to hey, go. My, Peace. Goodbye, bro. Hey, Thank goodbye. Good one. Thank you, man. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot. Hey, man, let me tell you right what. Yeah, Ben Askren's a bad motherfucker. That Damian Maia fight was one of the most exciting fights that had been on for a while. Well, to the point where I got excited when you asked about it, because I kind of, you know, I have this filing cabinet of fights so deep and thick in my head that, like, I had to, like, go and re-access that, you know, and I went, oh, yeah, and the movement, and I remember being mad that Ben Askren was riding high, and uh, Damian Maya caught him with the sweep, you know, and I remember, you know, uh, Layman, that was one of our things, is to hang back on the outside of this guy's ankles, far away from them and kind of sprawl back, you know, sprawl back so that you don't get swept. And when he didn't do it, I was like, you know what I mean? Coaching out the TV. What up, people? March has arrived. We are only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open an account today and get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness contest starting March 15th. That's right. He said $100,000 and March 15th. You don't need to be hardcore to get on the action. And with multiple entries available, it's the season's best chance to cash in. Now remember, the NBA, XFL are still going strong. So whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners. Bet Online, take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. Make sure to use that promo code CLNS50. For your 50% sign-up bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Boom. So, Mayhem, why don't we do this, right? Because I don't want to interrupt you. and um, some, it's hard. Interrupt me what? Beating off to Ween's pornography? No, I'm saying oh. if, if you have a question, I don't want to interrupt you. And vice Whatever. No, we'll so we'll figure you, it out, bro. Why don't this we go like really this? Rough. Hold up a number one. And be like, I got a question. Hold up number one. I'll look at you. Man, you're an asshole. I, I, I'm trying to oh, fuck. My bad. I was just, did it work? I was yeah, it worked. Fucking, here's fucking two number one. Well, but how are you going to know if, like, I'm just go like this. my face ain't on the screen? Okay. For now. Oh, wait. Do you have some type of different software where you can see all of our face at the same time? Because yeah. all I see is whoever's making the most noise. Or just change your background image or something like this. No, go on the bottom of the screen. 
See where it says share screen? Say one participant, so, or, or go to the top right. Where it Wait, says, don't you know the internet, bro? Are you talking to me? Yeah, everybody's talking to everybody. Uh, go to the top it's right. It's the party line. I can see everybody right now. Yeah, I can see everybody too. I can just see whoever's talking. Well, are you on your phone, Jason? Are you on your phone or your laptop? Yes. Yeah. All right, go to the top right, and where it says, where it says. I'm not uh, doing that. Okay. This, I like the way it is. <laughs> okay. Then forget it. Then, then, then yell at me when I interrupt you. All I right. definitely will. Uh, all right. We're waiting for Destiny Yarborough, by the way. Destiny Yarborough, she is a heavyweight uh, who's 2 and one in Muay Thai, a uh, very beautiful black woman uh, who was a football player and uh, fought Gabby Garcia, knocked her down and lost because she didn't really have much grappling mm -hmm. at the time. Um, so we're waiting for her to come on right now. I think she'd be good for your promotion. A black heavyweight who's hot, who can fight. Man. Hell yeah. We talking BBW, huh? Uh, Hell yeah, Lizzo. Yeah, we're talking like a, a Lizzo level type uh, yeah. lady. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Wait, when you say she played football, did she was she a lineman or was she? Wait, and she, she fought Gabby back. Garcia what? and yeah. knocked her down. Yeah. Gabby. Yep. My bit like bigger than my sister Garcia. Yes, Gabby. Damn. Sister Garcia. So we're just waiting. Bro, that's that, bro. But she got fucked off on the ground, though, huh? Yep. Them damn Brazilians. You know what? I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be more polite about it when I ask her about it. But like, yeah, yeah. Gabby Garcia. You know, she trained over there at Cabrinas, and he has like the best like women's program. Well, at the time, I don't know. I don't know who has it now. But I saw a lot of the women over there were just awesome jujitsu, like fantastic, very like. Physically fit, you know, it's in downtown or it's in Los Angeles, kind of close to you. And uh, the girls over there, and Gabby had flown in from Brazil, and I think they were just putting like, you know what I mean, like a whole team of girls against Gabby, essentially. You know what I mean? Kind of chum in the water. What is that called? Shark tank, where you put, you stay in the middle, and then they send another one, and they send another one, they shark send tank. another one. Yeah, you got sharks. Just kept tapping everybody out. So. Uh, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense that she lost on the ground, but I mean, she must be a damn beast on the feet. Yeah, we was waiting for her to come on the, the show. Now, why isn't there like a, a woman's heavyweight division in like any big MMA organization? I think that would be highly entertaining to have some Party. 400 pound bitches up in there, you know what I'm saying? Just slugging it out. I don't know if they want to be called. You know what? I guess that. But no, I think that's because the division name, 400 pound bitches. Hell yeah, it's 400 dude. and less, 400 and less. So the 400 weight limit is a top out. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we can make some matches happen. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I manage a girl big enough. I think maybe if I get four 105 pounders and stack them all on top of each other. Yeah. I think maybe maybe we'll do it that way. I can wear a big. I don't know. French coat. You know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make a spectacle here. I'm trying to make a. Uh, a serious martial arts promotion, but with some questions, you know, with some, with some, let's answer some questions. What can, ha what can happen if this big girl, like, lets loose all, all 218 pounds of twisted steel and, and sex appeal? You know what I mean? What if she just Destiny, comes Destiny, bursting out the gate? Her name is Destiny Yarbrough. 
What was the fighter? First of all, let's just talk about Emmanuel Yarborough and UFC one. All right, let's just how do you fly back to the black sumo wrestler. What? How did you spell his last name though? I don't. I, hers is Y A R B R O U G H. Was his Yarborough? Yeah, look, I, I would. If, if she's not related, I'll be a monkey's uncle. <laughs> a monkey's uncle? Isn't that right, Violet? And, and she's got some really hot pictures on online, by the way. Uh, just for the record. Well, Ween is supposed to be our tech guy. He's like, a, you know. Um, bro, I, this is like, we just take it to an all-time low. Like, <laughs> now you're showing, you're showing a picture on your phone to another phone camera. Come on, boy. She's in a bathtub in bubbles. Hilarious. With like hot tub bubbles everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, a good looking girl right here. Have you ever been with a, a bigger black woman? Sort of. <laughs> what, what does that mean, sort of? <sighs> I don't remember one time <laughs> in Hollywood, I like, uh, I feel like I ordered weed, but no, no, that was that was like before you could do that. Speedweed.com, shout out to our sponsors. Yep. But I was kind of doing takeout menu on like a dating website, and then you know how like at McDonald's, like the burger and the patty is like looks beautiful in the picture, but you get, but you get there and it's a lot fatter. Right. And less healthy what ha- what, than it looks. Wait, what happened here? What, what's the... Well, look, I just opened the door and, you know, choose. Are you a prostitute? No, 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 no. No, no. I mean, come on. I'm not a savage. <laughs> really? Yeah, I flirted on the internet with oh, okay. these pictures. It was like, you know what I mean? But I don't know if you want to call it catfish because she was like triple fried. And I mean, Jesus. The fact that she was so nice and was so uh, happy to be there, yeah, it went a long way. It went a long way. And, and you know what? Like, so you still banged um, her? Yeah, she like is, was the kind of girl who was early on this trend. You know what I mean? She like made weed edibles. So yeah, I, I totally get it. If I worked in a bakery all day. I'd be like 270 instead of 250. You know what I mean? So I, I totally got it. And I don't know. Yeah, I, it's not my favorite flavor. And I was felt a little bit hurt because it was not as advertised. Right. But, you know, I feel like it was a, it was a magical moment. It was, it was one of those moments that I'll never get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Well, guys, we have a question from Twitch. Uh, oh QK Flush asks, ask or he says, ask if Mayhem did snack on Woodley's mushrooms. Oh, uh, oh. Rashad's mushrooms, actually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just a messenger. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had a, bro, I like, I had a dream that I was like in like uh, a Walmart bunker, right? I was like in a Walmart fallout shelter type deal. And I was just like stuck inside the internet. And I was just trapped in here with a bunch of memes. I was just trapped with, with memes, memes <laughs> flying all about me. There was words at the top 
and there was words at the bottom. There was bottom text and top text wherever I go. Nah. For how long was it happening? <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> okay, so when did you take these mushrooms? <laughs> like an hour ago? Right, this is the, this is the weirdest one we had so far. We've had a lot of weird. This is, the quarantine is affecting everybody at this point. Everybody's going. They get they have cabin fever. Um, Regular fever. But yeah, you're yeah. saying that you have four black dudes looking at you. Like ready to or five actually. Uh, what do you mean? Ready to unload. Um, <laughs> all right. So Des I don't know where the hell Destiny is. Destiny Arbor. I don't, I don't, I don't know. First things first, man. You fucking with the work. I, I fucking hate this. I hate when people, like, they, they say they're coming. I'm excited. I'm going to give this girl a platform. We got a lot of fans now. A lot of people come in, and then they, they, they don't come on. It's like, come on. Yeah, this is like a professional show now, dude. People need to show some respect. Like, this is some crappy internet show that, you know, you just come do some, you know, out of your mom's basement. It's like a professional, like, ESPN quality show. Yeah, of course. Right? But, <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? All right. Well, listen, I guess that's our podcast today. Uh, Great. Uh, that was that one. You know, that went. Um, <laughs> At least we got it out there. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this this one. Uh, I did my best. Uh, so uh, keep watching. Thank you guys so much. Wait. Oh, is he back? Is he back? Is he back? Hello? Why can I? I can hear him, but I can't. Oh. No, I don't want to get this fucking crazy mayhem. He's not lucky, Patrick. Bro, it's too late, bro. It's too late. I'm here. I'm queer. You're used to it. No, I, I, I'm already I used to it. I got my damn screaming headphones on right now. Tell your wife to watch the baby because he's going to strap in. We're doing six more hours of podcasts. Welcome to Podcast Purgatory. I'm just going to be screaming all fucking week. It's only Monday, baby. You can't be falling asleep now. Better get up get up and do some kettlebell swings. Hey, listen, I did, I did kettlebell swings with like a five-gallon jug of water for like three hours yesterday. I, I feel like... I feel like I just bashed my fucking back with a hammer. I feel okay, like the so, Mario so Destiny's uh, coming on. Destiny's, Destiny's coming on in five minutes. Destiny's child is coming on in five minutes? Yes. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll listen. Beyonce and the other one. The other girl listening. And, uh, Harpo. <laughs> My God! What happened, man? Hey, man. We can go get that what? fuck thing out of there. I, I can't take you. Well, I can't. Well, take you I, I feel like I'm. You know what, bro? Bro, we're reaching across the aisle, bro. We're reaching across the aisle. I had the Ben Askin picture, but I felt I like very uncomfortable with putting this on. All day, by the way. Oh, fuck! I forgot to ask Ben Askin about getting knocked the fuck out in five seconds. No, I don't want to ask. <laughs> really, you don't care about that? No, I just wanted to ask, like, you know what I mean, like, I'll. Because the dude just shook it off and got about his life like an American. I mean... Yeah, but you yell at me all the time for being asking negative questions, asking about... It's not negative. This shit happened, and he's fucking dealing with it just fine. Yeah, but when I bring up, like, hey, what about the time you lost? It's, here we go, fucking Adam, bringing up... What do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. I I never lost a fight, bro. 
No, but so when I ask a question to Rashad Evans about losing, oh, here we go. This is what Adam does. He fucking Bro, just off. shut your face, Adam. Nobody cares, Adam. All right? Keep complaining. You go cry to your wife, all right? No one else cares about your problems, all right? And yeah. that's just how it's going to be. Okay. Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> what? God bless America, bro. Thank you for that. I needed that. I needed that. <laughs> yeah, come on. Paul. Hey, how's my audio coming through, man? I got these, uh, you know, these aren't Snoop Dogg headphones. These are like Turtle Bay, okay? So shout out to them for the sponsorship agreement. But, um, you know, I don't even know if I got the name right. Are they sounding all right or no? They actually sound really good. I think the company is Turtle Beach. Uh, but, yeah, it sounds great. Oh god, I'm getting fucking Yo man, I'm trying to get a Mad Cat's controller, you know what I'm saying? And like just go fucking ham for like fifteen minutes on some Doom, right? And then I'm gonna do some running and uh, maybe some fucking boxing. You know, can I box people in the corona epidemic? Is that is that is that a way to transfer the virus? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, have you been have you worked by the way, touch we have tomorrow we have Shell Sonnen on. Um, I thought that was Chael signing today. Chael <laughs> on tomorrow, and he's, he really wants you to do some mission uh, underground. He asked me. Man, that's bologna sandwiches, right? I think he went and started. And I, I, he I, went and started that. Yeah, who am I grappling with? My cat? I don't even have a cat. Well, he, he asked me if you're ready, and I said, well, he, he's, he's in getting in better shape. He's like, it's five minutes. So he said, it's five minutes. Man, you know what? He's right. It's only five minutes. I'll go in there against Mayhem. It'll be Wean Dog versus uh, Mayhem. So oh, that'll be the last mistake that ass will make. That's what you get. Mayhem almost, shake. You almost tapped to my fucking eighth grader in the, my garage. No, I, I almost. <laughs> almost. I, I fake tapped. Are you kidding me? I chill son and tap. Get out of that, bro. This eighth grade kid from Chastia who's like... Bro, but listen, that kid is not a real regular kid, bro. That kid is a fucking monster. And I had just got out of jail, like, the day before. So I was sitting there like a piece of tenderized beef. And this kid comes in with some flying Tony, Tony Ferguson leg lock fucking intro Imanari roll. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, what the shit? I'm going to have to kill this kid real quick. So I said, you know what? Let me back off. I'm going to just pull guard. So I pull guard. And then, like, let the kid wrestle on me. But, like, he thought we were in the Olympics. He thought it was for the title. He thought it was for the title. You know, a young guy doesn't realize, you know, you got to warm up. Give a man a chance to warm up, and then we'll play for real. Then, meanwhile, this kid is just jumping to a flying arm bar. You know, I, it made me feel alive again. It made me feel alive for the first time in years. Uh, and, and I... After that, I, I trained a lot over at Tomaselli Academy, and, I, and some more young guys fucking whooped my ass. So, you know, shape is one of those things that takes a minute to get into. You were like, I didn't know I was coming to your house to get into a fight. This kid is fucking Bulgarian. I was like fighting fucking, uh, you know, uh, fucking Khabib McGregor over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was going on? I wish that kid would put some damn effort in, into the sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's very talented, but he, he lacks direction. He, yeah. he needs some direction. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, this coronavirus thing over, then we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll do a clinic, have that kid fucking uh, learn how to really fight instead of just be a damn spaz. 
you know? But I, like I said, it made me feel young again because I was totally that kid when I was his age. Completely. Like, just a spaz, already, already wanting to be a pro fighter, you know, already, like, amped all the time. And, you know, it was nice to see. It was nice to be on the other end of it. Because when I was younger, I just was bowling through, headbutting everybody, being a sack of knee and elbows, you know. Oh, shit, I just realized. What? This is mayhem. No, you were like... This is mayhem. You were like, I didn't know I was going to come to your house to get into a fist fight with a fucking 12-year-old. Hey, stop doing that. That's just annoying. What's just annoying? Right. Carol doesn't come on in two minutes, but we're calling the show. <laughs> <laughs> what we know, you keep fucking disappearing into the flag right now. <laughs> Guys, people are actually wanting to this. Sorry, that's the corona alarm going off, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that we could kind of format this show like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, welcome to Boomer and the Ween, and they're going to do some podcasting right now, everybody. We got traffic on the ones and twos. Hey, guess what? There's no fucking traffic. Everybody's supposed to be inside, or you get a $500 fine. All right. Uh, all right. Adam. Yes. Adam. Yes. Adam. Yes. Adam, I quit, man. You quitting what? No, this, I, I know you think this is a bit of you quitting all the time, and it's funny. It's not funny to me. No, I'm quitting, I'm quitting Destiny Yarborough interview. Okay. I'm like, you know what I mean? She, she's a sassy sister. You know, she better come with her with her A game if she's going to come on the show today. Because at this point, we've just been stalling for time until she shows up. And what else are we going to talk about? Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to wrap a two minutes, you're not coming. Forget this. You know, sometimes people are just their own worst enemies. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I bet you, like, she's having the same corona stress as all of us, bro. I'm climbing the walls. I know, but don't you know say that. I mean? like, like, don't say yes. Everybody, everybody's stressed. She even not allowed to go to the gym. She even asked what we want to talk about. And I, I gave her, like, I told her, I, I go, can we talk about this? She said no. I said no problem. Which Wait, I never, what did she say no to? I'm not going to talk about that. But, which I, I never. Fuck, bro? We're like the hottest show on a damn internet right now. But I never actually, yeah, I on. never actually do that. We're not going to Barbara Walters her ass. I know, but. Is she I, related? But I is she related? Here she no. is. She's coming no, right she's now. Did, did you tell her how to use the video thing? Because this is a new technology. And I don't want our guests to be thrown off by it. No, but there, there are certain things that, like, I don't want to, like, ambush people. Like, there was a, there was a, there was a fighter who did, like, a porno or something, and uh, I didn't mention it because I didn't want him to, like, whatever. I just, I just don't Hello. want to. Destiny Yarbrough, how are you? I'm glad I caught you guys. I was trying to, it wouldn't let me log in on my phone or my other, uh, my other laptop, and it took me, like, 10 minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. One twenty-one. Hey, what, where's the Wi-Fi out there? You guys got Type G already? <laughs> oh, cool. So, so well, Destiny, I'm glad was, you're outside, babe. So I was telling Mayhem a little bit about you. Uh, you were a, a football player in high school, right? Yes, junior high and high school. And you play for the for the uh, men's team? 
yeah, I played, so I was the first woman in Clovis to play junior high school ball with the varsity team and high school varsity. And um, it turned into politics, and I went playing over the guys because parents were getting mad. And I stopped playing my junior year and then went to college and discovered women's football and been playing with the women for like nine years. So total of 19, 20 years of football. Yeah, 19 years of football. Yeah. Man, 16 years of football. I'm just seeing your like, shoe right now. Oh man, my bad. I did. I had the camera turned around the wrong way. Uh, hey, so, man, American football. So you know the damn sport. Huh? Oh yeah, I love it. It's like my my second passion. It's my first love. <laughs> yeah, you talk. You talk like somebody who has like the philosophical understanding of the game of football. I love football. So, I, I, I get that vibe from you. I totally get that it's, vibe from you. Well, where did you play? You played outside. No, so when I started what junior high, you? you're not oh, a center. I mean, how? Like, you're you're a big, strong lady. You're not. A yeah, center. yeah, no, no. So I started off playing fullback in junior high school, and then when I got to high school, they put me at defensive end and uh, kept me at fullback. And I love defense. Like, I love smacking people. I love just laying power on them. And and I stuck to that. So when I played in the women's league in the WFA, um, I was running back and sh- I ran like Jerome Bettis mixed with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I heard you were like a star. I heard you were like a star running back. Oh yeah, I made it. I, I mean, every year I wanted to be better. I wanted to be the best in the league. So you can't mention the WFA and not know who Destiny is, like Destiny Yarbrough. So <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm one of the best. <laughs> I'm a fan. Don't you worry about it. I, I, you know, I was becoming a fan, but you're just busting out the seams right now. You know, <laughs> so course, are you, are you okay with? Are you still getting a little training in? Because I was just telling Adam, okay, I took a five a five gallon uh, jug of water, was was doing uh, kettlebell swings with it, then I threw it up on my shoulders, did some damn squats with it. Okay, and I'm feeling it right now. Uh, how are you making do during this Corona time? Um, we're, we have that stay at home order right now in Fresno, so all our gyms are closed and all that. Um, but it's, it's easy because home workouts are easy to do. So I do a lot of lunges. I've been doing a lot more push-ups. I've been doing a, I've been doing a lot of corrective work on my right knee, um, and my ankle, mostly my ankle. Cause, uh, when I was 10, I had a Keeley stretch on both ankles and they just never healed properly. So I have the right strength and conditioning coaching. We've been working on correct that right now. So um, just doing a lot of home workouts. I'm fine with it. I, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's shift. Let's MMA, which is what this show is about. And MMA is just a nonstop thing. Uh, you just made me feel like I had to do this. I love chapstick. <laughs> I need some. I, I just use chapstick. Anyway, talk about normal training over in Fresno. Well, what's your team like? Well, what have you been working on? You know, because I know you have a what two or three Muay Thai fights, right? Oh, I have three MMA fights, yeah. And oh, three have, MMA. And then I have maybe four, five matches of jiu-jitsu under my belt. Um, wow. But mostly, uh, I haven't, since the neck surgery, I haven't went back to Muay Thai yet. Um, but I've been focusing more on boxing because that's, like, my name, main next goal is boxing. Like, I've been trained boxing um, since before the neck injury, since – uh, since football season into last July. So I Can I share with you something that I picked up in Poland? Because, yeah. I, because, you know, when I was training in Poland, I noticed that the neck injuries, like a lot of guys would shoot doubles, but like not many people injured their neck. 
and I and I, I was surprised. And I realized that, okay, and I'm going to do it right here. Before practice, we would do this. 20 of these. Lay down this way. 20 of these. Right? 20 of these. 20 of these. 20 of these. 20 of these. Okay, now I'm done with my neck work. So before every practice, they would just do the head banging, and we would all make jokes about it. But guess what? My neck had never been stronger during that time. So I just want you to make sure to get your rehab in, okay? Uh, Because with this coronavirus, let's go of America, I want you to do something for Mayhem Martial Arts. Okay, please? I got you. um, After neck surgery, I I healed very well and fast. So when I got to physical therapy, they're like, you're, you're, your motions are back to a hundred percent. Like, so you're just, we're just here to strengthen back your left arm. Cause I did lose, I lost some, some motion and power in my left arm from the neck injury. Uh, oh, well, how are you working here? I mean, how are you rehabilitating? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have one. <laughs> but, Wait, what, yeah. what? You know, a girlfriend, a boyfriend? I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Oh, not, yeah. Yeah. We know how neck, <laughs> We know how you guys do your neck. We watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Having a neck injury during that. But no. (laughs) Awesome. No, but with neck injury, I've been doing my neck exercises. I'm strengthening my neck back up. My strength and conditioning coach had this, he had a similar injury, but he had three of the surgeries. Um, So I'm doing the right things. I feel strong. I'm I'm still healing. I won't be completely, completely healed, the doc says, for a year. So, and. October, but I'm cleared to go back to training um, after this coronavirus epidemic. So you guys have to go back to right. um, So yeah, I'm. Well, yeah, who are you training with? Uh, who are you learning your jiu-jitsu from? Because look, but you know, I'm one of those kind of casual. I'm just going to be honest with you. Adam is the hardcore. I'm the casual. I like like to look at fights as like you know this big thing that's like magical. You know, and I'm part of it. But, you know, I, like, did my thing, kind of, and now I, you guys are doing your thing. So I'm kind of, like, on the outside. But I know Gab, the Gabby Garcia fight, okay? I didn't even see the fight. No, I didn't even see the fight. But from what I heard from Adam, that you knocked her down with a hard shot, and obviously the football skills, because football, you know, and I never said it out loud, football is a fighting style. Football, man, it's not football's not for everybody, and that's no. the funny yeah, part. It's a, but it, you agree with me? You agree <laughs> yeah. with me, right? That it's, a, it's fighting, but there's certain rules. Like you know, you you can't you can't body lock each other. Okay, that that's the only that's the only thing that makes it not a, a fight. Really, is you can't fucking wrap them up. Okay, now during the Gabby Garcia fight, uh, how long have you been training jujitsu at that time? Oh, um, I had just started. I was uh, four months into jiu-jitsu. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Well, I was four months into jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah, that Gabby fight came really fast. Um, yeah. It came really fast in my career because uh, I had I was at, originally I was talking to Jerry Millen, and he wanted me to be her first fight. But I had no – I had I, I did I barely had, like, eight months of training at that time. So after she fought um, – Lady Lady Kappa, Jerry Millen contacted me, which so my first fight was April first, two thousand sixteen, I believe. 
Twitch, yeah. And it lasted like 30 seconds. Hey, are you okay, man? What's going on? Listen, man, I'm telling you, I'm not, I know that I'm fucking up your interview, Destiny. <laughs> I know that I'm fucking up your interview. No, Let you're good. apologize, because I know that you're looking right at me. Like, Wing Dog is gone. You're fucking like, I'm looking at your feet, and this girl's in the backyard. Like, what? what I'm, I'm in a fucking halfway house right now. So, let, let's uh, <laughs> All right. So, I like being yeah. outside. I like nature. So, I was already out. The camera on you, ma'am. All right. What were you saying, Destiny? So, so yeah, the Gabby fight, I was, um, I would say I was I was freshly new to it, so I was I mean, but I was new to fighting like my whole life. I've, I have like over seventy street fights here in Fresno, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm known for fighting, so I wasn't scared of Gabby. I'm not scared to fight anybody, and I mean, me and Gabby are friends to this day. Like I I jump on her live feed sometimes and talk shit, but it's all fun and games. But if we ever get that chance to run it back, I'm gonna beat her ass. Like. <laughs> Like Damn! Like, I wasn't even expecting that. I'm not. I'm not the same fighter. I'm not the same person mentally, physically, emotionally that I was when I first started. Like I had just started in the game when when I fought Gabby. I would never like that. Was like, a great fight for me. Like I loved it. Like it took me a year to watch that fight because I thought I did so horribly. And when I finally watched, it, I was like, Oh, dude, you did. You did. You held your own. Like. But, but now, but now you say you done some jujitsu tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now who, I who are you training jujitsu with? I train with one of the greatest i love angel i trained with angel lopez out of halo jiu-jitsu in fresno california shout out to angel um and he has he has believed in me he's 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 one of the greatest professors like he works with you if you want individual workouts like he he just opens his gym to whoever um and i tra- i trained with him with my jiu-jitsu i trained my muay thai with jasper out of bahawi um and i've been with them since the beginning uh and then now I train my boxing with Tommy out of Lion's Den, and my boxing is superb, and I can't wait to get in that ring for my first show boxing match because Gabby ain't going to want to fight me. Now, why do, you, why do you have 70 street fights? Um, I had a tough upbringing, to be honest, and I, it was an outlet that I used to – I just fight to fight. Wow, I, never, I, never, I never started fights. I never started fights. I just – I stood up. For a lot of 70 people. times, 70 oh. times. You didn't start one most of the most, 70 of them, most of them, I would say maybe a lot of them are men too. Like, I, I mean, that's like including junior high till I went to jail. Like, <laughs> Adam, Adam, what you don't understand is that there's a lot of people out there that try to step in the way of a powerful black woman. Okay. <laughs> You don't get it. I don't think you watch. You tell I don't think, yeah, I don't think you uh, watch enough Grey's Anatomy or any <laughs> anything by Shonda Rhimes. You know, I, I think I feel like you need to uh, open up your Netflix a little wider, maybe get some it? Hulu, of course, know, and and learn about black people because uh, yeah, wow, yeah. this whole we always have black champions on the show, and you never know. How, it's like you've never met a black person before. I haven't. Uh, what was your record in uh, in uh, street fights? Um, I've never lost. I've been jumped yeah. and I've beat. I've beat their ass. Like it's. Yeah. I see you. On, I see you all star twice. Okay, right. I've seen myself on World. So actually, I have a lot of fights recorded. Um, but Damn. It, it's it's mostly like. Dudes. Yeah, I would. I would they, guess they, that they you would beat the ever. And then I say, I don't, I'm not. The, I'm not the one. And then they get mad when a female stands their ground, and and then I end up just 
they take a swing and I fight them. Like, oh it's, my God. fighting slows down for me. Like, my adrenaline rush gets going and time slows. And, like, I'm I'm already knowing what my next move's going to be before the fight even starts. Like, it's kind of scary, but... It's yeah. football. It's yeah. Football's a it's fighting football. style. Football yeah, it's a football, style. football. I have such a great reaction time. It's like, I... People be like, oh, how do you how do you know when to move your hips or when you're going to spin or you're It's like, honestly, like, it happens so fast. Sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it. Like, it, it's, that's, in fighting, I just, I really just, you got to protect yourselves out here. And when a, in a situation arises, I'm not a coward. And if I stand my ground, that gets me in trouble sometimes. But it is what it is. Oh, God. I, I, I love it. it. And, you, and you, you mentioned jail. What, what did you go to jail for? Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> I went to jail. They actually tried to send me to prison for two years in California and give me a strike. Um, I had gotten into a fight. It technically wasn't a fight. Well, there was a brawl outside the club. And yeah, I ended up punching a girl that was stalking me. And the one punch shattered her nose. So she had to have, uh, you know, no surgery. And they uh, charged me with a felony, a first, yeah. a first felony assault, and I fought my case for a whole year and uh, ended up taking a deal, felony oh battery. My gosh. Um, I ended up losing my coaching job. I was a, I was an amazing coach out in Clovis. I had a winning record for track and field and basketball, and uh, I ended up losing my job. My whole life changed, uh, and that's when, um, I guess that's when the real destiny started arising. That was like my, that was a... That's a crazy move. I ended up just uh, selling battery. I volunteered for jail. I wasn't like, you have to go to jail. I chose to do jail time instead of doing the work offender program because they said that you have to pay to work. And I said, I'm not about to pay you to be a slave. So I volunteered for jail. And so I ended up doing 48 days and um, changed my whole perspective on things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had some trauma up in there. I ended up getting a fight in jail. Um, didn't get added on time, but yeah. <laughs> the whole experience, the whole experience is by design traumatic. Yeah. No, no, it, it's, you it's feel like rehabilitating? It was, it was cause like, well, I went to college. I went to college for criminology. I was going to be a forensics, you know, a forensics pathologist. I wanted to do a lot of things on that. I had, I had, I had went to jail that this whole, the whole thing happened in my life. Like, so fast. I had an interview with the San Francisco Police Department to start the academy. I had just finished my correctional interview and passed all that. And and it was like, I was on my way to do it. And then boom, 360. Now you're the one behind bars and, and on the other side of the system that you never picture yourself to be. And it's like when you become a statistic, that kind of like, when people become statistics, especially if you're of an African-American descent, like that's kind of breaking when you don't see yourself as one of those, you know? Um, so... Well, yeah, we're so was, happy that you didn't join the dark side. Now oh, you're no, no, no. In I've, always, I've always seen that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. I've always had some type Me of. Me too. I know. I watched Blue Bloods. Like, <laughs> I've never watched Blue Bloods, but. I yeah, mean, I don't. I, it's, pro it's propaganda. Now, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I was showing Mayhem that not only are you a great fighter, but you're very obviously a very beautiful woman. And you're smart, very, too. You're smart, very proud. And I was showing them that bathtub pic. Uh, that was the first time I ever. That picture was so random. It was on Valentine's Day. Uh, my 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 girlfriend had surprised me with like this nice hotel with a massage to, uh, a hot tub in it, and I was just like, "Yo, let's just take a picture and show." Like, cause I've never done something like that. I've never <laughs> that side of me. Oh, you know? girl, you just like, wait. You just wait. <laughs> we gotta do a photo shoot. I feel like oh, you're, yeah. you're very photogenic.
I feel like we definitely got to do something like that. But yeah, like, like, that, that was like, I, that was like, because I've, I've always, people have known me for sports. Like in Fresno, the women know me for sports. They love me or hate me because either I beat them in sports or like I'm just the shit. Uh, and so it's like, they always see me clothed. They always see me in that kind of aggressive that role, that aggressive male role, and I was like, F it, like, let's just do some sexy, and then, I don't know, I saw him tell me to uh-huh. post it and shock the world, and I didn't expect the response I got, so. Yeah, nice, nice. But it was, oh, it, it was an amazing feeling. Don't you think, okay, like, we're getting in a, a weird, like, new body positive uh-huh. time. Don't you think that, you know what I mean? Because you don't have the traditional hot chick tits and ass, right? You have, like, a big, powerful body. And, like, there's a new day where we're seeing all this, you know, we're we're Instagramming and Snapchatting and FaceTiming and book-facing and Redditing, right? And so we see so much different things now that that we're, we're moving to a place where, it's new culture. It's new culture. And a woman like you can be a hot chick. You know what I mean? Is it racist? Man, I'm not even talking about no. a woman like you, black. Is it, is it, is it weightist? I, I think she's but I'm talking about big girls. Um, is it weightist? I, I don't, it's not I, negative. It's, it's body no, no, positive. I, I think what you're trying to say. I, it's a body positive thing. All right, thing. good. But it's good. Like, for me, I never really... Like, I know, like, everybody's doing the, the body positive trend, and I love it. I, I, I embrace that because, I mean, for a long time, I used to dress like a tomboy. Like, I didn't know where I fit in. I, I was all about sports, and I get along more with men than I get along with women, and it was, like, something that I was struggling with because I identified a lot with the males, but I wasn't, like, I don't want to be a guy. Like, I love being me, and so it took a few years for me to actually, like, slim out and actually enjoy who I was my body. Yeah. and then once I started loving my body more I started losing more weight then I was like you know what just wear what you want to wear and I I wanted to be intentional with my feminine side because I was always in a sports attire and so just me going on that personal journey of wanting to self-growth and find myself and just embrace being feminine I guess and uh, that's why I'm more I mean I have long sleeve on right now like I, I just I just have I love I don't know, it's yeah. however I feel when I feel it, and uh, but it, it's cool. Like I don't know, like I've been looking around this. I don't feel like there's any type of a sports player with the body type ass. Because people think I'm big, and I'm like, I have a small ass waist. Like I have big boobs and ass, and so it just looks like I'm chubby. And it's like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> like, you beat chubby. You're chubby in all the right like, spots. And, and I'm, I, 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 I embrace my genetics, and I'm like half Portuguese, half African American, yeah. and yeah. so I, it's like my mom's like this little four four foot eleven Portuguese lady, and my dad was like five eleven black guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I see, you know what, I, and I, I'm sorry I kind of did that, you know what I mean? Not, not that you're a snowflake, but yeah. I kind of labeled you black because Adam said she's black. I said, okay, fine, black, if we're going to call it. You know what I mean? But you're American. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a blurry. And I, you know, I, I like that you said American. I, I feel like we should be using that term more. There's a helicopter going over, so it's black. That's cool. Is that hold for sound. Hold for sound. This is a professional podcast. Everybody hold for sound right now. All right? Are we rolling? Rolling. Oh, she muted herself. She looks like the giraffe. Yeah, I'm muted herself. <laughs> but no, um, I, I like that you use the old term American because I feel like 
we we should be using the term American more than black. And I feel like, but as a society, we are used to using the labels that were given to us, or, well, African-American or black. When other countries, like, you guys still use that? Like, I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's what, here's what I'm confused about, okay? I think I'm going to ask every black person that's on the show, or and you have enough percentage of black in you where I can I can ask you. I think it makes you an expert, okay? Isn't there going to be something after african-american because that's a whole mouthful and i feel like it's wrong when i get to be white no and that's, you know, i i use the term black i'm like yo i'm, I'm but, but black. you know i feel like that's but, the whole, but that's that, that's all goes into you know black history and stuff with the term yeah. african-american you know um native american indian american yeah. And that, it's a whole, I mean, I've dealt with racism my whole life and I'm half, you know, but because yeah. my skin is darker, I, and I live in a town, I live in Fresno and Clovis, which is still, it's, it's small, but growing and it's still full of racism. And it's just, it is, yeah. it is. Like, I mean, I, I feel like as generations come and, you know, more of this new culture goes around and it you know maybe we'll shy away from the racism and the the, the labels of, of the ethnics and, but it's until then it's it's what america installed and this is what you get from what you did and it's no oh, i feel like it's changing though it's, i feel like it's changing it's, because we're all no, it's changing. no that's why i agree it is changing but it's going to be a person by person thing like you have to pass it on you have to teach that you have to speak it you have to be it you can't just you know, expect it to happen overnight. It's a person, each person has to do their part. Oh, man, you know what? You just convinced me, convince me to not be racist. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we made a, a huge breakthrough. Destiny, um, are you in any relation to Emmanuel Yarbrough? Um, to be honest, I I wouldn't doubt it. The Yarbrough name is a slave name, um, 100% yeah. slave name, like um, from plantations. Um, my family came from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, but Emmanuel Yarbrough, I feel like, is maybe a long-lost cousin. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and Campbell, Campbell McLaren, shout-outs to him. He actually is the one that brought this up to me um, about Emmanuel Yarbrough and stuff. And so I, I love Campbell. He's one of my best buds. Um, but he... And and we I got I got my um, ancestry tested. Uh, I, I've been trying to get in contact with some of Emmanuel's family, but it's very hard to find the right Yarbrough because there's a lot of Yarbroughs. What do you do? Give him a cheek swab? <laughs> well, 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 that's what we, well, I haven't really been to a lot of the family reunions. But there's a there's a lot of. Uh, we have a big family, and I, I believe this year I'll be going to the family reunion. Um, so hopefully I, I meet somebody who is on the East Coast, and I can talk awesome. to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Wait, is that where you're from? I don't understand. No, no, no. Our, um, from I'm from Fresno. My family, my my grandparents Arkansas. from Little Rock, Arkansas. Got that it. was a plantation. So when 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 people spread out our family ended up everywhere like we have books like we have my i have we have like we have two generational books like of the family tree like and it's it has what? to be updated but you mean on, the, on the portuguese side right no 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 this is on my black side okay so oh my, my god side, this is like, the black side my, my portuguese side and this is what i say i've dealt with racism my whole life my portuguese side my mother's side of the family i didn't meet her dad and and i didn't i don't say grandpa i didn't meet her dad dennis until i was a um, 
sophomore in college. Her oh. side family is very, 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 very racist. Um, and they, she became a black, black sheep for even marrying a black guy. So she got kicked out of her family, became a black oh, sheep. Wow. So her side of the family, um, I met them one time, one time at a Christmas oh. party, and it was the most awkwardest time of my life. I was in high school. It was me and my brothers, and we're the only black people there, and they just kept staring at us. So, oh, um, that, you know what? I'm kind of mad at them right now. But, yeah, it, 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 but it's life, you know, and I don't hold it against them. I don't, I mean, I don't say all Portuguese people are racist, and I just keep going about my life, so. But some of them, but some of them definitely oh, are. A lot of them are, yeah. A lot Check of them are. Box. Yeah. Well, listen, the ones, and like even... It, it was, uh, but, uh, no, uh, finish what you're saying. No, I was going to say, even when I went and played football, uh, oh, football, there was a couple of Portuguese like, girls. And when I told them I was Portuguese and black, and they were like, oh, hell no. My dad would have beat my ass if I brought a black man home, you know? So. Damn. <laughs> Racism is live and well in Portugal. <laughs> well, it was an honor having you on. I want to have you back on. Let me know when your next fight is. And, uh, and thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, sorry, um, it was everywhere, but um, yeah, my next fight is gonna be in boxing, and after this pandemic, I'll give you them dates. Who are you gonna box? Um, whoever. It's uh, I'm not sure yet, but I have. Who are you gonna box manager, for? A great manager, and he's working on some things. So. Who's your but, manager? Let me be your manager. <laughs> His name's Brian Cohen. Mine, and you, of course. I'll look him up. Do it. Hey, Adam. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is a great podcast. Thank you so much, Destiny. Uh, awesome. It's very professional. God Thank bless you. Me. We'll talk to you soon. I'm uh, sorry I joined so late. I'll be on. No, you're, you're great. We're great. I'll Never change. Or actually, always change. All right, you guys. Bye-bye. Mayhem, Bye. we can't have you wear that thing anymore. Why? Because you're breathing, right? Am I right? Every yeah, time I hear go, some breathing. Every time you go... I can hear when he comes at me. It's right there. It's right there. So uh, we got to figure that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I was, Why are you going to hate on the sponsors? No, I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying that, like, uh, I thought I, was, I felt like I was a Darth Vader. I was in his helmet. Bro, Turtle Rock? Yo, it's Darth Mayhem. <laughs> Listen, that is our, our, our podcast. Is it? Yes. I, I, I got Yo, it. man. I feel, like, guilty about something right now. You know, allegedly, okay, and maybe I'm going to be like uh, Pocahontas right now, but, you know, the Millers got some Indian blood, right? Yeah. And apparently we, like, owned a couple slaves for, like, I don't know. I got to do some research. All right. Well, don't it it, it kind of makes me think about America. It kind of makes me think about America in a way different way that I know that. All right, well, I gotta watch my kid. Listen, um, thank you. Please get here tomorrow, noon. Okay, we got Chelsea. Philosophical. Take Philosophical. Philosophical. Oh my Bye. God. Philosophical. Bye. 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 B